Hey guys, thanks for listening. Before we get into the episode, we just wanted to remind you that the Guerrilla Social Work Podcast often discusses crimes that involve violence, sexual assault, and crimes against children. Even though we try to keep the conversation upbeat, informative, and entertaining, it won't be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, Guerrilla Social Workers? Welcome to the Guerrilla Social Work Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Foxpiss Moore, and yours faithfully, Mace Warren. Jeff and I are both licensed clinical social workers who specialize in providing forensic psychotherapy to clients involved in the criminal justice system. We truly enjoy the work that we do. We love sharing our insights with all of you, and thank you so much for your ongoing listenership. If you haven't already, take a minute, give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and share with a friend. Seriously, don't make it weird, bro. Just subscribe. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Alpha Counseling and Treatment. Alpha Counseling provides clinical services, case management, and peer support for justice-involved clients, including substance use, sexual offense, and all other court-ordered clinical care. Check out our website at utahsbesttherapy.com today to get started with your personal recovery. So Jeff and I sit down today to talk about news about the CIA committing sex crimes involving children. That's right. None of those conspiracy theory speculations, actual evidence of sex crimes committed by the CIA. Killer discussion, guys. We really look forward to your questions and comments. Enjoy. Yeah, dude, you kept telling me you were 10 minutes away. And I was like, is this, is this on Aaron Ames time? Or <laughs> yeah. what, am I, what am I operating yeah. with here? Yeah. Snow's cool. Uh, yeah. Well, that's my yeah. excuse. Well, it was the today was the the first snow of the whole year, right? There wasn't any. I don't remember any snow before this. Weird. Maybe back like in March or something. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess if you count. I guess. Early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. First, that doesn't count. Yeah. After summer. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. It's always funny when I'm driving because people. It's like they've never. Every year it snows, and then every year it's like people forget what they're doing on the road like every year immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And then I love, I just love like, uh, dudes and trucks, which I have a big douche canoe of a truck, by the way. So now I'm part of that crew, but like, I love how they, it's just, I got four wheel drive, you know, like, <laughs> just, yeah, no, no, like just throw caution to the wind, just do whatever they want. Out, Whoa, with yeah. my four wheel truck, what we'll do. Like, <laughs> There's like a song to go with it. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. my four wheel truck yeah. going real fast. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's part of the, the soundtrack as you get going, <laughs> you put in four wheel drive. It's like, got my four wheel truck, going to go real fast, <laughs> run over people. <laughs> At the dealership, that's how they market yeah. the car. When it hits <laughs> some ice, I can't slow down. <laughs> Damn, I got to get this truck. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but it, it like, I mean, I, I love, I love like, uh, to also everybody has like the secret, you know, to driving. It's like, and there was, see what you got to do is I'm like, oh, 
No go secrets. Go slow. Like, oh, okay, just go slow. That's <laughs> that's what it is, you know. Well, you know, like, oh, pump the brakes. You got to turn into. I'm like, no, no. Oh how, yeah. How yeah. about go slow? Yeah. Like that. That's for starters. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad you. Yeah. Dude, I I had. Uh, now this has been years ago now, but uh, years ago, years ago, <laughs> uh, my wife's family lived in Memphis, Tennessee, and we went out there for Christmas or Thanksgiving or something one year and uh, loaded up all, all the siblings and spouses and everything in a big expedition mm. and uh, drove to, drove to Memphis and I was the driver and we, uh, to Memphis from where here. Oh, right. Oh, uh-huh. no. <laughs> and, uh, you got, were the driver the whole time. No, Oh, okay. but through the, through the crucial part, um, uh, it was like midnight and going up through Wyoming and hit some black ice uh, on I-84. Yeah. Dude. I know it's it, wild. That's amazing that that, I swear that's the most treacherous stretch of road in all of the country. Right. Yeah. It is. I-84. Yeah. It's smokes bonkers. people. Yeah. Dude, I, I, uh, everyone was asleep pretty much and I was just driving and, uh, Hit some black ice and started fishtailing. Oh no! Yeah, freeway. And they speed. were asleep. Yeah, everyone was asleep. That's fun and to wake up too. Yeah, yeah. So everyone woke up to like, and it was weird because it was like, it, it was such an intense moment because like a swerving and like you know when you fishtail, if your back end is going to the left, you steer to the left. Your back end's going to the right, you steer to the right. Right. And so I was doing that, kept it under control, got like got it back on the road, and like it it took all of five seconds, but it went from being like dead quiet. And it was like quiet and everybody woke up. Mm-hmm. And then once I was like back on dry land, everyone, Oh my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> so scary, dude. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember one time I, w- I woke up in the middle of like a, a spin, like we were on the freeway and, and my stepmom was driving and I woke up and we were literally spinning. On, yeah, <laughs> you, you woke Dude. up. Spinning. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought it was a. Damn. I thought that was a dream. And then my dad, when he started yelling, I was like, "Oh no, this, this ain't is a dream. real." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like one of those uh, Isuzu rodeos, which was kind of top heavy anyway. So it kind of felt, you know, when you kind of you're leaning over in, a, in something that's kind of higher up, and it feels like it's going to tip mm-hmm. over. Yeah. Felt like that, but God. luckily it didn't. So I mean, it was, <laughs> waking up to that. Yeah. And then my dad Damn. immediately, you're not driving anymore. I'm like, oh, okay, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that I eighty four. That's that's a treacherous stretch of road. But right. yeah, that's who who's the friend you brought with you today? <laughs> so well, I mean, you know, your 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 kid gave me my doppelganger. It's Dude, a little like a what yeah. are those called? Like I don't know what this is. I mean. What, for those of you who aren't seeing this, it's a, it's a little guy. It's a little doll, um, with way too big of a head, by the way, way too big of an eyes. But, uh, I think he, he said it was you because the red hair, the red hair. Yeah. The red hair. Although this is what I'm pretty, so his head squeezes and I have to imagine that you can put water in it. Well, I was just trying, I was in the bathroom, I was putting water and I was going to squirt you, but yeah, out of the, cause it comes out of the little wiener. Oh yeah. But I couldn't get it to do it. The best part about this, and you guys won't be able to see this, but this, this little wiener on this dude is amazingly anatomically correct. (laughs) That thing's not HD enough for this, Yeah, but I'm just like, man, some time and some effort needed to be put into that. Can you imagine being the QA guy on this? He's like, nah. They're just not defined enough. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's not let's quite in proportion. We need a little, little more ball, a little less wiener. Because <laughs> the plastic mold had to be formed at one point or another. Yeah, yeah. And there they, was a QA person. I love too. They like they put little dimples in his back. 
It's just cute. Dude, that's a weird toy. Yeah, this is strange. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I mean, that's, 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 seem seemingly more detailed than like a Barbie doll. Yeah. How it's set up. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't like it. It was a little pedo or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Like toys for grooming or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's what. Uh, so it's strange. I, I don't know. I don't know if we'll be able to record another episode before Christmas. I hope so. Mm. I don't know. Uh, what, what What are we on right now? The ninth. Okay. The ninth. Um, I was wondering what What would you say? This is good for for listeners to know a little bit more about about us. What, what's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? And hopefully you don't say... Well, Probably Home Alone. Okay. Not Jingle All the Way. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> the worst one of all time. Yeah. yeah. Probably Home Alone. Home well, wait, I mean, this is the classic dude answer. You're not going to let me count Die Hard, right? Well... Because, I mean, that would be it for sure, but Home Alone. I've heard that there, there are. It's a a big campaign that says Die Hard is a, a Christmas movie. I mean, both. Yeah, they're set at Christmas, and it makes a big deal about it being at Christmas. Is that it? That's the only requirement. Is that the movie is set at Christmas? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it's it. We'll see. The, the first plot is at Nakatomi Towers, right? Or whatever, right? And uh, again, there's it. Lots of Christmas references through the movie. Like, I don't know. I can't believe this happened on Christmas. I mean, that's probably not a direct quote. And then, <laughs> and then I promise yeah, it's yeah. not. And then Die Hard 2, like, same type of thing. Yeah, that was it's well, like Christmas again, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, it was Christmas time again, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So it is set around Christmas. I love how those movies have just come. I mean, I love it, by the way, but I love how they've they've turned to just be preposterous. Like, I don't like how it went. I, I like the grittier. First couple diehards that, better than like the the jumping a, a, tr- a car into a helicopter. I mean, it's cool. I but dig that. Yeah, it's too fast, too furious, a little too much. Yeah, yeah. Those man, those those movies are are clutch though. I really dig those. <laughs> you know what I've noticed more than anything is huh. like the shoulder strength of all those dudes. <laughs> yeah, you can just like jump and grab onto ledges. Well, well, not just that, like falling from stories and stories and stories and then just grabbing something. I'm like, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah. And the grip strength, like, yeah. I mean, dudes are like literally flying out of cars that are going 100 miles an hour and holding on to like a cable, you know, like yeah. a metal cable, <laughs> and, and then being whipped around, not to mention the centrifugal force involved, and then just able to hold on to it. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, bro. And then and then just rolling out of it. I'm like, oh, the roll. That's just all you need to do. Super athletes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Superhumans. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Speaking of superhumans, what's a, what are we talking about today? Well, are you at? Implying the CIA, yeah, superhumans. Super kind of. We're not talking about the cool CIA guys, though. Like the contract assassins. We're talking about some gross CIA people. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was so. This was a weird story. How this came about. I, uh, I actually heard this on another podcast, and I was like, "What, really?" And then, um, and I had some initial thoughts about this, but um, I, I guess what I thought we probably had to do is maybe just go through it. Um, and, and then maybe just kind of break it down and talk about it as we go. Uh, Sound like a pretty decent plan. Let's do it. As far as those things go. Introduce it. Yeah. So, wow, that is not what I wanted. (laughs) Is it, this is what I want right there. Okay. Hey, look at that. I know, right? Okay. So headline is secret CIA file files say staffers committed sex crimes involving children. 
Declassified CIA Inspector General reports show a pattern of abuse and a repeated decision by federal prosecutors not to hold agency personnel accountable. Hmm. This is from, I think I said BuzzFeed, posted on December 1st, 2021. So let's get into some of the content here. Over the past 14 years, the Central Intelligence Agency has secretly amassed credible evidence that at least 10 of its employees and contractors committed sexual crimes involving children. Though most of these cases were referred to U.S. attorneys for prosecution, only one of the individuals was ever charged with a crime. Prosecutors sent the rest of the cases back to the CIA to handle internally, meaning few faced any consequences beyond the possible loss of their jobs and security clearances. That marks a striking deviation from how sex crimes involving children have been handled at other federal agencies, such as the Department of Homeland Security and the Drug Enforcement Administration. CIA insiders say the agency resists prosecution of its staff for fear the cases will reveal state secrets. See, it's that, it's that last sentence there. The CIA insiders say the agency resists prosecution of its staff for fear the cases will reveal state secrets. Like when you think of CIA, like what, what do you, what is, as far as you know, what does the CIA do? Um, spies, they're spies. Yeah. That's what I think of. You know, I think of, um, I don't know, dudes going over to other countries and, and turning, you know, like cloak and dagger shit, right? Yeah. High profile, uh, individuals involved in foreign governments and then turning them into, you know, operatives and they don't even know they're operatives. And yeah. Then, and then, you know, and then they become double agents and, you know, like James Bond type The shit. coolest movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and. And cars that turn into jets and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and yeah. then submarines. <laughs> that's what I think of. Yeah. They probably have yeah. like, because uh, uh, I, I mean, that's that's the main thing is like the, the contractors, the uh, the spies and the assassins. And but then there's, there's, there's probably got to be like, obviously a pretty big, you know, counterterrorism unit with like, you know, uh, tech, you know, lots of digital spying and stuff. And, and so I'm trying to think like, all right, so if, it's it's not really that abnormal for people in high positions to commit sex crimes. You and I see it all the time. We would deal with all walks of life. We deal with people that have grown up in the hood and then people that have had top level jobs. Yeah. And but it it's the the idea that if we prosecute these people, it's gonna give up state secrets. You know, you know, in other words, it's almost like they're making the case that we're, we would rather maintain national security than get justice for the sexual abuse that happened. And that sounds almost reasonable, but it kind of sounds like bullshit too. Well, know? maybe, but like, I, I have a couple thoughts on this. Like, huh. okay, I get that there's James Bond types dudes in the CIA, right? Yeah. Snipers, spies, all, all the rest of all. I mean, I assume. Coolest. Yeah. Coolest. Yeah. Like the Mike, Mike Baker people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. I assume so. But the CIA also has janitors too, right? right? Exactly. Like so, I mean, yep. when you say employees, like, well, janitors are employees, especially you know, contractors. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, a janitor. somebody yeah. is taking out the trash, right. right? Somebody's cleaning the toilets, and and it's not just janitors either. I mean, whatever other get. And I, I mean, I haven't read this article, so this is my 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 initial thought on this is when we say employees. And of course, you know, um, the news is, is naturally looking for, you know, clicks and, and, and it's, it's not that it's not thought provoking. I know it is. 
It is provocative. However, I'm just, you know, what type of employee? What, what are we talking about here? Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, because this could be, yeah, I mean, this could be the doorman for all I know. I mean, I assume there's a doorman, you know, or, or what are, I don't know, what are the other like kind of baseline entry level positions of the CIA? It's got to be like data entry. We got janitors, we got data entry. Well, of course, you know, like there's going to be IT people. You ever notice how they IT people, dude, IT people can't get no love. Have you ever noticed they're never on like a normal floor? They're always in the, <laughs> the dungeons yeah. of the buildings. <laughs> yeah. You know, you trolls yeah. go down there. I'm like, Their office is just like crappy fluorescent overhead lights and cubicle. <clears throat> like, But then again, when was the last time that you saw like an IT dude that's just banging, you know, just a smoke show. They don't make them. I I mean, nothing against IT dudes. I'm just saying, or gals, I'm just saying, you know, I've only ever worked with IT dudes and I I don't know, you know, not easy on the eyes. Let's just say that. So, but that's, that's just so weird. Like you think. Well, so, but here's the thing. And again, I, you know, you and I are both venturing into this article together for the first time, but like they're talking about that prosecuting these sex crimes would result in state secrets getting exposed. And so that, then it's like, cause it's like, okay, if it's an IT person, if it's the, like you could, you could probably prosecute somebody that helped people get their computer rebooted or something, you know? But, but like, as, as far as like, well, what, what would have to happen in a sexual offense for the discovery of it be to compromise national security? Like, why would that? Well, to me, it sounds like what qualifies as a state secret, the bar seems incredibly low. That's probably it. Because let's say, and nothing against janitors, folks, I'm just saying. Or what? what's the custodial technicians? Is that the... Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, could could state secrets be like what Jerry looked up on YouPorn the, the week before and the janitor saw that as he was... Is that a state secret, you know? They're kind of shoveling anything under the umbrella. And obviously, obviously messing around here. I don't know if these were janitors, but you know, the other thought I was having about this was custodial technicians. There you go. The other thought I was having about this was, you know, we work with, um, officers who do work on, um, like the ICAC task force, internet crimes against children. Right. And we worked with multiple, um, clients that have been arrested by Homeland Security and the FBI. And, um, and there's, I mean, I don't know. And I've never been privy to the rules, you know, and I know clients always say that it's entrapment and stuff like that. And then after I read the transcript, I'm like, okay, no, it's not. But, um, dateline type stuff, right? Right. Okay. So dateline to catch a predator type stuff. And, um, I wonder how much of that is involved in this too. Like the CIA obtaining and, utilizing, you know, uh, images like child pornographic images or illegal images or whatever as a mechanism for maybe, I don't know if they're using it as bait like that. What I'm saying is, is, is does that play a role into this too? Because what I do know is that those, those folks deal with some dark stuff. You know what I mean? Like in terms of the conversations and then also the images that they have viewed because, you know, like, not not as a matter of they're actually consuming the child pornography, but you know the the other people on the other end will send them stuff, and now they're getting to distribution charge. You know, so ICAC receives that as an image of whatever horribleness they've sent, and they're I mean they're doing it 
clandestine law enforcement, you know, whatever, um, call a sting operation, whatever you want. Um, but you know, there's a purpose for doing that. And we've kind of always talked to clients about like, well, true. It's not like you developed it. It's not like you, um, abuse the kid yourself, but you created a market for it. And then you were also sharing that market and making it bigger. And that's, that's the real crime here. That's what we're talking about. And it's a horrible crime. Right. So I don't know how much of that is involved in this either. Like did somebody, um, I don't know, have something in their possession that they shouldn't have had or something else. So that was, that was kind of like, is it collateral damage as a result of my, my job in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. I had to consider that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe. Well, let's, right. re- let's, let's keep rolling. Yeah. Let's read on, shall we? <clears throat> the revelations are contained in hundreds of internal agency reports obtained by BuzzFeed News through the Freedom of Information Act lawsuits. <laughs> Look at BuzzFeed, dude. I know. <laughs> One employee had sexual contact with a two-year-old. That seems a little much, and a six-year-old. He was fired. Well, thank goodness. A second employee purchased three sexually explicit videos of young girls filmed by their mothers. He Uh. resigned. A third employee estimated that he had viewed up to 1,400 sexually abusive images of children while on agency assignments. The records do not say what action, if any, the CIA took against him. A contractor who arranged for sex with an undercover FBI agent posing as a child had his contract revoked. Only one of the individuals cited in these three documents was charged with a crime. In that case, as in the only as in the only previously known case of CIA staffer being charged with child sexual crimes, the employee was also under investigation for mishandling classified material. Okay. So so obviously those are all horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like yeah. there's no excuse. Right. But again, they're using this in my opinion an ambiguous term because you th- you hear CIA, you think Agent, right? Yeah. You think about an agent, and they're using the word employee. It that seems, really broadens the scope. Well, it seems like it'd be juicier if it was an agent, right? Yeah, it v- would be. Versus like somebody in the mail room. Right. Right. So it, it, so but, this is, okay, think about it like this. Let's say I worked for, I don't know, um, some county government agency, right? And... Um, and I was a and I was a the, the head honcho, the, the director of whatever that agency was. And one of my, you know, um custodial technicians uh was had in his possession child pornography and we terminated him. Well, so what's my obligation? I mean, is it my job to arrest him and prosecute him at that point? Does no. the CIA even have the authority to do anything on that end or well I think what's happening, no. Um so these people are getting arrested by, well, I don't know, I guess the FBI or the police <clears throat> or whatever. But then the the CIA is like saying, hey, we've got it from here. It's a matter of national security. We'll handle it internally. And I, I, I believe that's what's happening. So it's, yeah, because the, yeah, the CIA, the CIA wouldn't be in charge of prosecution. They'd be in charge of well, referring it to law enforcement. Right. But look at, so just going back to the previous one, it says, though most of these cases were referred to U.S. attorneys for prosecution, only one of the individuals was ever charged with a crime. Isn't that more on the U.S. attorneys? Read that next sentence. Prosecutors sent the rest of the cases back to the CIA to handle internally, meaning few faced any consequences beyond. Okay, fine. But, but I, but why? Why would the U.S. so? 
Why would the U.S. attorneys hand it back to the CIA? That's a good question. Like, why would they listen to? Like, why would they be like, okay, CIA? It sounds like you guys got it. If it's a matter of national security, far be it from us from wanting to. Yeah, but but then what? It's not like the CIA has lawyers of their own exactly. in their own in their own prison and their own judges. Like they don't have that. Which is why everyone's getting away with it. Well, I I get that, but then why? So isn't this more of? I mean, if you look at the art, I mean, look, dude, look at this picture on the front on the front. And again, I'm not like defending anybody at the CIA who committed these crimes. You're saying I'm this saying, is the prosecutor's fault. Well, dude, look at this. So the even the. And and BuzzFeed, they have a good story here. I'm not. It's thought provoking, like I said. But look at this. This is a, a graphic of the Central Intelligence Agency shield, along with some broken child in the back. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, does that say? Does that speak? If you looked at that, does anything about that say? Hey, the U.S. attorneys dropped the ball. No. 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 It doesn't at all. That, but I'm I'm saying like it sounds like what it sounds like happened. Well, what's the prosecutorial? Uh, burden of the cia to do anything at this point right yeah why well that's a good point why are the prosecutors like i guess this does kind of fall on the on the prosecutors because the cia as far as i know doesn't have the mechanism from within to even handle it from a criminal oh, case. dude do you think they just they just wanted them to get murked and so they didn't have to <laughs> maybe maybe yeah maybe the prosecutor's like you know what we'll refer it back to the cia they're gonna yeah end by up, that they're, gonna mean, end, they're gonna all end up committing suicide yeah by that i mean epstein him <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they're gonna all end up going the way of epstein yeah i it just i mean didn't happen apparently well i don't know i i look at these these things and and as as you know i guess provocative as the article is it, it still leaves me with some unanswered questions because whenever you're not being and not that buzzfeed has got this wrong that's not what i'm saying the facts are are the facts i'm saying that like um it's written in a way that if you just looked at this at face value you'd be like oh my god the cia what do they do and what are they covering up and and actually like that's what the CIA does. It does shady shit. They covers lie. It up. Yeah. They, they, they that's lie. Like their, their gig, right? Yeah, yeah. But when you say employee, I'm like, okay, is that the guy who comes and picks up the shred bin once a month, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Takes it and, I mean, who, who are we talking about here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that the guy who refills the Coke machine, you know, right. yeah. like, uh, or the Fritos or, or, or who, who is this? Who is this employee? Oh, Which oh. they, I hope they haven't gotten to yet. Maybe they will. Let's but. keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> We're just assuming I love, shit. I know. I love yeah. to just ruin everything. People are yelling at, they're yeah, like, yeah. it's at the end, idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the CIA did not answer detailed questions saying only that the agency takes all allegations of possible criminal misconduct committed by personnel seriously. A spokesperson for the Eastern District of Virginia, where many of the criminal referrals were sent, also did not answer detailed questions, saying the district takes seriously its responsibilities to hold accountable federal government employees who violate federal law within our jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully anybody who violates federal law within your jurisdiction. Four former officials who are familiar with how internal investigations work at intelligence agencies told BuzzFeed News, there are many reasons that prosecutors might not pursue a criminal case. Here we go. One of them, familiar with the workings of the CIA's office of the Inspector General, said the agency is concerned that in a criminal case, it could lose control of sensitive information. All right. Hmm. The former official... What? What? Okay, what, hold on a second. But even if that's true, even if that's true, then why... Why does the CIA get a pass on that? Like that's still, if it wasn't pursued by, by the inspector general or whatever, or or the attorneys, like, I mean, they don't care. They don't. I mean, I, as attorneys, you think you'd want to blow the lid off some of this stuff, if anything, right? Know, Make know, a name for yourself. It will, and it, it, which makes it 
interesting why they didn't do that because it sounds like they're appealing to kind of even like a higher authority than the CIA, not, not like an actual authority, like the president or something, but just sort of the idea of national security, right? Kind of like, Hey, we, we can't have you guys investigate this because that might uncover this policy that helps us spy on Yemen or something. Well, 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 uh, I mean, I just don't know. Like, okay. Well, okay. Think about just politically, right. In the last, what, 10 years, if there's ever a politician, regardless of the level president or otherwise, right. When is a prosecutor ever balked at not, overturn everything yeah, no shit. like un- undercovering er- like whether it's the most personal information on the planet you know about this this per- they don't care they just right. y- get it out there yeah i mean the the juicier the better in right. a lot of cases like yeah. wh- it d- seems so why like why did they sit on it right right so i mean like i mean the cia you know i i think like any agency would want to distance themselves from that employee because clearly i think we can all agree the cia is not condoning sex with right. two-year-olds I right, mean, right but um but when it's prosecuted it's like you know that's well, that's what we would do i mean if we were if we were an employer and we had somebody an employee that was on our dime committing crimes we'd be like well that's uh, clearly not part of our policy yeah. procedure they're terminated yeah let the chips fall where they may in terms of law enforcement that has nothing to do with us i'm not i mean what am i what's my responsibility at that point i, I think the only way that you wouldn't do that is if you felt fear that you were going to end up uh suiciding yourself like epstein maybe the prosecutors are afraid that they're going to end up in a river or something you know <laughs> they, they they just show up missing yeah but even then <laughs> it's like they the cia referred it to them and then the prosecutors kicked it back to them. Right. So in most cases, right, right, yeah. Right, right, right. Let's, let's read on here. Okay. Um, the former official who reviewed the declassified Inspector General reports characterized the concern from CIA lawyers as, we can't have these people testify. They may inadvertently be forced to disclose sources and methods. Well, that sounds like spies. <laughs> it does. The official who noted the agency has had a problem with child abuse images stretching back decades said they understand the need to protect sensitive and classified equities. However, for crimes of cert- of a certain class, whether it's an intelligence agency or not, you just have to figure out how to prosecute these people. Right. Well, yeah. Right. Right. Sexual crimes involving children, including the viewing of images of abuse, have been uncovered at other agencies that handle sensitive information. In a November 2009 report, that's a while ago, the Department of Defense acknowledged that dozens of Pentagon staff members or contractors had such images. In 2014, the Inspector General of the Intelligence Community found that two officials from the National Reconnaissance Office, uh, which oversees American spy satellites, acknowledged viewing images of child sexual abuse during polygraph examinations. Hmm. Who wow. said polygraphs don't work, man? <laughs> yeah, um, they even get the top spies. Or- at a symposium. What a dumb word, a symposium. What does that even mean? Like a meeting? Just a big meeting? Is that? I was looking at that word reconnaissance. That's a spelling bee word, man. Uh, Holy no, shit, look right. at that. I'd have never got that right. Yeah, it looks like renaissance it almost. Does. Uh-huh. Um, at a symposium in 2016, Daniel Payne, a top Pentagon security official, said that when workers' computers were examined, the amount of, the amount of child porn I see is just unbelievable. <laughs> Gee, what? Well, dude, but how is that any different from anywhere else? Like, you know what I mean? Like how it, is this so widespread? I, I mean, I, I guess that's what people ask us to explain, but what yeah. the hell, man? 
Well, I don't know. But I mean, think about a lot of the clients know, that, bro, uh, that we have worked with that have been prosecuted. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. in all walks of life. It is. Like, it, I mean, it doesn't matter what they were doing. Like, I've, I've worked with people who were web developers all yeah. the way down to... I mean, dudes who are homeless and looking things up on their their government issued phone. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I, I mean, it's I don't. Is it a part of you still surprised though? Just like a maybe maybe a little bit, just because you you think of people at the elite top level. I don't know. Maybe I need to listen to a guy like Alex Jones more talking about intergalactic child molesters. No, you don't. You know? Yeah. <laughs> let me but, let me help you. No, you don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, well, I, I I guess I just have a I still have this naive assumption that people that are in like the the most trusted positions that govern our national security somehow have a higher moral standard, and I'm just wrong. It's kind of crazy. Oh no, there's dicks everywhere, man. There's yeah. assholes in yeah. every profession. People no are what. looking them up on the computer. Yeah. Well, I think that, um, I mean, that's where, you know, the, the amount of child pornography is unbelievable, unbelievable to whom, like, I mean, to you, you know, like, right. it, I mean, which that could have been three people in the entire agency. I mean, if you go and, and I hate to think this way, but if I go to any major, like any place that has a hundred or more employees in it right now, I mean, how many of those people are what, at least two are probably, Doing something illegal on their computer, right? That involves something sexual or, or otherwise. Yeah. I mean, I don't like to, I mean, that's just what I would figure. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But, you know, most of the times they won't get caught or or whatever. But we always act surprised when we see this, you know, because it's always in the news. Oh, my God. I would have never suspected that. Yeah. Dude. But then I'm like, yeah. well, wait a minute. I'm not surprised at all anymore. Like, No, nah, by nothing. I, I see <laughs> it. I was like, yeah, well, okay, yeah. Just like anybody else, you know, like it's, and, and I think it's, probably unfortunately more widespread than we actually think it is. That's what's wild to me, but yeah. Uh, and again, it's, I'm, I'm of two minds cause we, we've seen so much and heard so much that it's like, yeah, nothing surprises me anymore. But then at the same time, things still catch me off guard. It's like, re- like the amount of child porn in these top government jobs is like unbelievable. What was a quote? Like sit like that, that. I don't know. It's just, yeah. He just said, yeah. this is, well, this was the other thing I was thinking about. So it says, at a symposium in 2016, Daniel Payne, a top Pentagon security official, said that when uh, workers' computers were examined, the amount of child porn I see is just unbelievable. Like, what are they doing at work? <clears throat> I mean, well, we're not even just talking about. So I, here's what I guess surprised me: like, it wouldn't surprise me if that sentence said the amount of porn I see is unbelievable. But like the amount of child porn. So we're talking about just volumes of child porn. Maybe that's the part. And I guess unbelievable from one person to the next. Unbelievable is a subjective term. I mean, maybe it'd be quite believable for us to. Yeah. Who, who's, who's to say this Daniel Payne guy isn't like into it. It's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> that's how he means it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't kill us, Mr. Payne. Well, <laughs> See um, that, I mean, this, <laughs> This is, so this, and this might, what about like, what about their computers though? Okay. So you and I both know that when, um, and you've seen kind of like the rundown of, of a guy is investigated for, you know, child pornography and they go in there and they like ransack the place. When they get a search warrant, they take every internet capable device in there and go through it. So Let's say you're just a mid-level staffer at the CIA, but 
your computer has sensitive information on it. And the only way to obtain those images is to forensically destroy that computer and get all those things. Is it could that be what's being referenced? And I mean, I know they said testify, but I mean, would that by default like expose state secrets that mm. they don't want to uncover? Oh, right. I guess that's what they're saying. I mean, maybe, you know. Well, are they are they saying that the forensic examination of the computer would expose state secrets or that people being forced to testify would inadvertently expose state secrets? Or or they're just using it as a blanket and we don't we don't want the heat. Look over there, guys. We're going to keep spying. What I haven't seen so far is the CIA telling the attorney general's office, hey, you can't prosecute these right. guys because they have state secrets. Like, I'm not seeing that. It's just the prosecutor saying we turned it over to the CIA. But why would you ever do that? That doesn't make any sense. Like, if if we, you know, if I work at, uh, if, if I work at um, Target and... Uh, one of my security guys is in looking at cameras, but also like downloading child porn and I fire him and then I turn it over to law enforcement. You know, the, the prosecuting attorney for that County doesn't come back to target and says, you guys take care of him. Not like, at all. So, right. yeah. I, you know, and I, and I get targets different than the CIA, but last I checked, the CIA doesn't do that stuff. That's right. a completely different division of yeah. the government, yeah. right? Uh-huh. That's why I'm wondering this. It's like, weird. it's just not adding up. No. I mean, and again, maybe we're idiots. Maybe we need to keep reading. <laughs> yeah, just, I like the, this, like, bit-by-bit yeah. bit dissection. Me, me too, yeah. Yeah. We, we get to see It'll if It'll be we, much more revelatory <laughs> when we get to the end and we're like, oh, we're yeah, idiots. We, we, see we, you, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for wasting an hour. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, child abuse revelations are drawn from an unprecedented release of reports by the CIA's Office of the Inspector General. BuzzFeed News gained access to these documents after a decade-long pursuit. Wow. That's a hell of a Yeah, that's a good pursuit. Man. Like, they had to know something ahead of time, huh? Which included 13 public records requests and three separate Freedom of Information lawsuits. Those uh, requests, uh, the early those requests, the earliest of which date back to 2012, were for investigations closed by the Office of the Inspector General, which acts independently of the agency to examine misconduct by employees or contractors. So essentially like internal affairs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, new requests were filed each subsequent year. At first, the CIA did not respond to the request. Then it said it would take years to provide any documents. Those requests were followed by 2004, in 2014, 2015, and 2020 by lawsuits and the agency entered into negotiations about what documents to release. The coronavirus pandemic delayed the process, of course, by a year, but the agency finally began to release the documents in March and will release the final set in December. Maybe we have to wait for a Christmas present, huh? Or is that now? BuzzFeed News publishes the reports here hmm. for public view. Wow. Among the 3,000 pages covering the years 2004-2019 are investigations, big and small, involving billing irregularities by contractors, a spy who expensed a visit to an overseas gentleman's club, <laughs> and an employee who used government computer systems to resell more than 700 items purchased at yard sales. Well, that's yeah, kind of business yeah. as usual. I mean, <laughs> for the courts, come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've worked for government agencies before and they're like, you can't do this on it, but everybody, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. are checking their look you somewhere know, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, well, who cares? Yeah. I mean, a spy who expensed a visit to an overseas gentleman's club. So what? Yeah. Unless as, as long as all the it, if it was in Thailand, maybe that would be a little. Yeah, it's kind of funny. That reminds me of that time that we were in 
we were in Colorado. Do you remember that? I we do. Were, we were in Denver, and, and <laughs> yeah, we, we were gonna. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of right. yeah. We were, we had the opportunity. We were, all we wanted to do was watch a fight. That was it. It was a uh, Bisbing versus Vanderlei Silva, right? Yeah. And we wanted to go watch that, but the only place it was within walking distance was at a strip club, mm-hmm. <laughs> and our and our boss was giving us a per diem, and we're like, hmm. Well, we can go over there and not just look, you know, and then he he was paying us to learn at the conference yeah. and bring information back. That would have been, that would have been the exact same thing as this. Yeah. We would have used a work expense to go to a gentleman's club. That's true. For the purpose of, who knows, that guy just wasn't watching fights over there. And we used a technique that we teach clients on decision-making and we ended up not going. Yeah, we ended up not going. And yeah. then our boss made fun of us later for not yeah. going. So you should have so, gone, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have been happy to pay for that. <laughs> Gentlemen's club alike. Let's see here. Other reports have been the subject of previous news coverage, such as the CIA's involvement in the production of the Zero Dark Thir- film Zero Dark Thirty, the torture of detainees held at black site prisons, and a decades-old operation in Peru that led to the death, death of missionaries. More recent reports show the CIA employee was investigated in October 2018 for using agency computer systems and databases to conduct unofficial searches on her brother, of course. Who's done, who hasn't done that? Right, right. I mean, like, you're like, hey, I'm going to go on a date with this guy. Can you look up his license yep, plate? Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that the Inspector General's substantiated allegations in a January 2018 memorandum that another CIA employee violated the Hatch Act, which which limits political activity by civil servants in the executive branch. Again, happens all the time. The documents also reveal the pattern of sexual abuse cases whereby internal investigators unearthed evidence of sexual crimes involving children, but federal prosecutors brought no charges. Again, why? Why did the... Right. That doesn't make sense. As is typical of intelligence documents, the records have been heavily redacted. Among the information that has been hidden are the names of the accused employees and contractors and details about their jobs at the CIA. The agency cites privacy reasons, national security, and a federal law that exempts the CIA from disclosing details of its operations. Oh, but, that, uh, but that's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. So, okay. So look, to, right here, as you can see, right, like, okay, this is what it says. Inappro- and they highlighted inappropriate sexual activity with an un- unidentified two-year-old girl. Admitted to having inappropriate sexual contact with then six-year-old. Okay, so horrible. I think we can all agree on that. A heavily redacted report from the CIA Inspector General obtained via FOIA. That, it's, are they, it feels like they're conflating the fact that they're not releasing information about this person with why, with that being the reason it wasn't prosecuted. What do you mean? Well, I mean, okay, think, think about an attorney's job, like a prosecutor's job. I mean, like attorneys, what's their number one objective? Conviction. Win. That's yeah. it. Prosecutors want to get, get conviction. But attorneys, all they want to do is win, right? And rightly so. And if you have a if you have an attorney on your side, you want him to win or, or her, right? Okay, fine. So now with prosecutors, I mean, don't they have to maintain like something of a 95% conviction rate? Otherwise, they they don't stay in in that position for uh, very long. I didn't long. know that. Yeah, really? they they have to. Okay. In other words, I, I mean, I think prosecutors only take cases that they are certain they're going to win. Oh, and they don't prosecute other ones based on lack of evidence or whatever. Because if I'm fifty percent conviction rate as a prosecutor, I mean, which is would be unheard of. Okay, and lawyers, correct me if I'm wrong, 
But I've, I've talked to a prosecutor about this before, and they have to maintain a high level of conviction rates. Mm. So they, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, perhaps they didn't have enough evidence to prosecute these guys. And how, again, does that fall on the shoulders of the CIA? It wouldn't. Right. Yeah. I mean, in, unless the CIA refused <clears throat> to provide evidence, you know, that to the prosecutors to say, here, you can do this, citing the exposure of state secrets or something like that, right? That's the only way the CIA yeah. could be involved in that. Well, and the weird thing is, is that it, it looks like they the CIA fired or 86 to the contract of some of these people. And it also they're not releasing the names of these, of these people. It, you know, you'd think that once they like, I guess that's so that once the person is no longer a CIA employee or contractor, they still can't be prosecuted. How, how do they have that power? Like, I, I don't, cause the prosecutors would know who the person is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if the prosecutor knows who it is and the CIA fires them, why wouldn't the prosecutor go back after him? Well, right. And if there was enough evidence to like, there's, yeah, they're not, they're not still employees right. of the, of the CIA. Right. So they, they wouldn't be under that umbrella. So there's well, right. some other weird backroom shit going on. Well, cause the way, like when, <clears throat> when I'm first diving into this, the way it sounds is like, as a matter of me being a James Bond spy that I, 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 you know, in the course of all that, I, I molested a two-year-old, right? Which I'm sure that that's not what I'm getting now. It sounds like there was an employee there. And this is the other thing. There's nothing so far that says as a matter of their, um, as a matter of their duties and responsibilities, that's how, like this could have been a completely separate aspect of this dude's life. Yeah. It wasn't deep cover to look at porn around other child predators to like show that you're cool the way that people will, you know, smoke a joint to show the the dealer that he's not a cop. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you don't like as a CIA operative, it's not like you step into a room full of like I don't know child sex traffickers, and they're like, "Molest that kid, otherwise we're going to kill you." Like, <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, wrong. I'm, I'm in cover. Yeah, yeah. like I yeah. mean, I'm sure that's and, and and if it was, if that was the case, then it seems like that would be published. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They'd be mm-hmm. all over that. But again. <laughs> we haven't finished the article. Let's see. <laughs> Not knowing the identities of the suspect is a hindrance in identifying these cases and why they were declined. Oh. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. The spokesperson. So, dude, <laughs> I, I, I hate it because I'm like, it's not, it's not like I hate, I hate the term fake news, right? But it's at the very least, like the headline is a little misleading. Like I'm like, ooh, what's this? You know what I mean? And then as what I was de- the headline again? Uh, let's look. Yeah, let's see. Secrets. Ooh, you start with secret. That's, secret CIA files. You anything, secret. <laughs> af- anything after secret CIA files is awesome. You are clicking that link. Yeah. Yeah. Say, uh, secret CIA files say staffers committed sex crimes involving children. You know what? That's a good headline. I know, but even, <laughs> even more so, staffers committed sex crimes involving children. That doesn't say agent, does it? No. And 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 you know what I, I what I know about BuzzFeed is, um, I mean, I, I think pretty credible news source, <laughs> and staffers though, you know, like they're very deliberate in their language, so they wouldn't have put. You know, CIA, you know, operator. How, if they yeah, said yeah. O- operator yeah. operatives, not <laughs> operator, 
Yeah, it's like, hello, operator. <laughs> CIA, yeah. how can I connect you? <laughs> Why do they always have that shitty voice? I don't know. It's mandatory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you had a normal voice, they just fire no, you. we don't need you. Yeah. So um, let's see. Where were we here? Okay, we're down here. Um, of the 10 workers who the inspector general found had committed sexual crimes involving children, five were fired or resigned. Okay. Four others were referred to a personnel board or the Office of Security, which investigates classified leaks and is responsible for the safety of CIA facilities. Okay. The outcome of one case in which 10 child sexual abuse images were discovered on a CIA computer that had been left unattended is unknown. The employee to whom that device was assigned said he switched computers while he was overseas. He denied using it to view such material. Okay. So in other words, like maybe that's true and maybe it's not, but how many times have, like, I'll I'll give you an example. One of my clients, once upon a time, um, he, he said he purchased a, a laptop from a pawn shop and unbeknownst to him, there was, you know, child pornography on there. Now, when I look at the details of the case, I don't really believe him. Okay. But I mean, I don't know, do pawn shops, do do they wipe those clean? And, and even if like, I mean, I don't know if this is a, what is that stupid phrase? I never understood it. Possession is nine tenths of the law. What does that even mean? mean? Like, I don't even get that. But so, I mean, think of how up shit's Creek you would be if some dude came by and said, how much can I get for this laptop? And a pawn shop says 50 bucks. Okay. Thank you. And then you're like, oh, sweet, you know? And what's the obligation of the pawn shop owner at that point? And what if the what if investigators come in and arrest him as a matter of having that on there? I mean, what's the protocol there? I don't know. Is there one? I don't know. Yeah. I don't either. know. Right? And and if if um I don't know, what if your buddy owes you money and he's like, well, I can't pay you, but I can give you my MacBook Pro. Okay, cool. Thanks. And you've you got that. it in your possession, and that's yeah. that's nine tenths of the law. Well, and then, <laughs> that's nine tenths. Why not yeah. five eighths? Yeah, <laughs> You're right. So stupid. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Um, but like, okay, so all those things considered, like if if I have the MacBook Pro in my possession, and there's child porn on it, and I get arrested for whatever reason, and then as a matter of like just. And, you know, do you mind if we search a computer, sir? You know, and people are dumb all the time when they talk to police officers. Oh, go ahead. There's nothing on there. What's this? You know, that's not mine would be the first. And it'd be true if that were the case. And is that going to save you? Like you had a computer in your possession. Of no, course, you could reference done. your friend. But your friend's now in Honduras or something. You're never to be heard from again. You know what I mean? You're, You're cooked. Hit. You're, You're hit. cooked. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they didn't have enough evidence to move forward with it. I mean, there's any number of explanations for this. That's why it kind of, it just, it just rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Um, Let's see here. In the 11th case, the inspector general received a complaint in November, 2016, that an employee used a government computer to view child sexual abuse images. Although the investigators couldn't corroborate the allegation, well then, so it was an allegation and they couldn't corroborate it. They discovered that he had shown a consistent interest and pattern of redacted conversations involving sexual activities between adults and minors. Okay. That's, okay. I don't know what that means for sure. I don't either. Yeah. So he was reading like NAMBLA material or something? I, I, that's right. The inspector general alerted security officials and the 
Directorate of Science <laughs> and Technology, that's weird, because of the accusation raised potential security and accountability issues, details of how the case was resolved, and any penalties the uh, employee faced are redacted. You know, I guess if somebody was doing that and they worked for the CIA, that could definitely be used as leverage against them. Like if they had a spy from another foreign government that was, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like that could then be used against huh. them. So, but I yeah. mean, who knows? You know, so if I'm online and, and I'm on some, I don't know, whatever dark web channel I'm on or yeah. whatever, and I'm talking to some Ivan in Russia. Yeah. 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 Um, Milichinko or yeah. something. And, and, you know, he sends me these images. Now I'm hit for this, you know, or whatever. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, Goes on to say, prosecutors generally have wide discretion over whether to bring criminal charges. Okay. They can judge the evidence too old or weak, consider a crime victim's desire to proceed with prosecution and, the, and weigh the chances of convincing a jury. Just like I said, the occupation or employer of the suspect does not factor into that evaluation. The spokesperson... Well, then what? what why are, are we, we putting CIA here? on blast? Yeah. The spokesperson with the U.S. Attorney General's Office for the Eastern District said, while we cannot comment on the reasons why specific cases were declined, we do take very seriously any allegation that our prosecutors declined a potential case based on an improper assessment of the relevant factors. It appears that at least half of the sexual abuse uh, investigations originated with a confession. So not corroborating, <laughs> not they just found it. The documents do not spell out the circumstances surrounding those statements or whether they emerged during grueling full-scope polygraph examinations that can probe every part of CIA employees and contractors' lives. Uh, it's like those, the, the polygraph where they ask you every, everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, so they can't even get into the details of why they didn't prosecute it other than that they chose not to prosecute That's it. all they're saying. Right. There's some secret squirrel shit going on. <laughs> squirrel? <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, the whole, I mean, let's see here. Um, uh, man, it seems like I, I just, I want to get something that really rocks me. You know what I mean? Let's skip to the very last okay, paragraph. Okay, let's, let's do that. Let's, <laughs> yeah, let's see yeah. how, let's see if this is answered. This was, okay. Um, despite admissions... Let's see here. Despite the admissions and the evidence that investigators found on these devices, this is from one guy, prosecutors from Eastern District, Virginia, declined to take up a criminal case. They told the inspector general there was a taint issue. <laughs> oh, a I term that is, no, never mind. <laughs> that is sometimes used to refer to as mishandled evidence. The attorneys also taint said... <laughs> I'd say. That the girls in those videos had not been previously identified child pornography pornography victims making it harder to prove they were minors okay well okay so well that's not think about this like um uh one of the recent conferences that we attended they talked about the most the most widely searched term when it comes to pornography websites teen, teen. and those are individuals who are 18 years or older that are dressed up to look like minors it's right like that barely legal genre right and it's the most popular in the entire country, okay? So, that, I mean, I'm not saying everybody's doing it. What I'm saying is it's the most popular, widely searched term yeah. when it comes to searching for pornography. And um, I have to imagine, you know, that, I mean, it's it, it's provocative enough that it, it's getting that – so, I mean, 
it appears as if this is the case. So, I mean, everybody's just a bunch of perverts. Is that it? You know, and I'm not saying it's okay. What I'm saying is, is like, could, could what they're saying here is, well, we couldn't prove that this was children in the first place. And, and also, yeah, like anybody remember the OJ Simpson case and what happens when you mishandle evidence, you can't use it. Dude. Right. You, you can't use it. So it kind of makes sense mm-hmm. as some of these is the reasons why. And I, I mean, I, I guess it just overall, um, uh, I think we're done with this. <laughs> I'm not seeing anything. I'm not reading that thing. Jeez. No. 3000. No, thank you. Um, like what I think this uncovers more than anything is I don't care what your profession is, whatever it is, there's some freaks in there, right? Yeah. And they're looking at illegal shit at all levels. Right. And, and, and that's all that proves. And then, and then also that it's, it's, it's kind of a difficult case to prosecute when you think about it. And, and a lot of our clients, I mean, Think about all the things that, I mean, the whole thing is, is based on these clandestine, you know, interactions with strangers on the internet that they, and, and, you know, I think that the internet crimes against children, Homeland Security, FBI, I think they all do a really good job, you know, of kind of doing these, because that's really, how else are you going to catch them? I mean, it's not as if dudes are bringing in a box full of child pornography images and handing it off to another dude, like everything's digital, right? And and unless you kind of pass these tests, essentially, these kind of like, you know, texting type tests over or chatting tests that they do, um, do you do you get to the to the actual content that can be used to prosecute this individual? And and then, you know, every time I've seen that, they have them dead nuts. Like they are done. They have their IP address, they had the the evidence on the, you know. They're no getting around it. No, no, not at that point. And and what I'd say is any prosecutor worth, you know, I didn't see anything in there that suggested that the CIA said, hey, look, as a favor to us, will you please not prosecute? Yeah, it makes it look like it's a prosecution's decision once it's turned over to them. Which is also not super crazy. Like if, if the prosecutor doesn't have enough evidence to prosecute it, well, then they're not going to prosecute it, which is unfortunate. And sometimes we know people have done things and they choose not to prosecute it because they feel like they're going to lose. And that's, you know, and that's just how our legal system is set up. So well, don't, don't you think we're going to find out yeah. maybe if we do find anything out that, that there were, there had to have been some type of arrangement or communication between the prosecution and the CIA for the prosecutor to even honor the concept of ditching the case for national security. Like there, what, like the, because you're you're saying you're being uh, giving a lot of benefit of the doubt to the to the prosecutor that maybe there wasn't enough evidence to pursue the 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 charges, but this keeps falling back on that it was referred back to the CIA and the CIA at most just fired the people, and then the prosecution still chose not to follow up on it. So there's something there is another piece here besides just that there might not have been enough evidence. I think so. So this is the part that I'm missing: is why would you refer it back to refer it back to the CIA for what? Right, I know. Yeah. Well, th- th- that's what they're 
<clears throat> because, well, I mean, you're, you're asking that saying that, well, it's not this, the CIA doesn't have the mechanism to, or do they, do, does the CIA have the same thing that like the military has with, I mean, the military has like a just like their own prison and shit. No. You, you know what I mean? No, they're a government agency. Like, but like the, the military, the army has it though. Like you go to the brig. Does the FBI? I don't know. They don't. Yeah. I mean, if does, are, are you sure? I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. Are you I sure the CIA doesn't? don't think so? I okay. mean, they have people who kill other people. I'm sure. You know. Yeah. There's that, but I mean, yeah, the military is kind of a, like its own sovereign thing. Yeah. They, they they operate that way for a, a really good reason, right? Whereas, I mean, just take a local law enforcement. Okay. I mean, does does. Uh, does our local Ogden city police department, do they have, I mean, I know they have judges through Ogden city, but Ogden city police department does it in and of itself, like have all those, it's, it's a, a, you know, a mixture of government officials who are kind of going into this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's not just one. So that's why I'm wondering, like, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, maybe I have no clue, but I've never heard of CIA jail or me neither CIA judges. You know what I mean? If there was such a thing, then it would kind of make sense as to why the prosecutors would turn it over. Well, my, I just think there's a lot of loose language in here. And, um, and you're saying like shoddy journalism. No, 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 no. Mm. I think everything in here is accurate. Um, but like, so second paragraph, Though most of the cases were referred to the U.S. Attorney General attorneys for prosecution, only one of the individuals was ever charged with a crime. Prosecutors sent the rest of the cases back to the CIA to handle internally, meaning, <clears throat> okay, so look, they sent it to prosecutors. Prosecutors said, we don't have enough evidence. So they said, you guys handle this internally, Okay. Um, meaning few faced any consequences beyond possible loss of their jobs and security clearances. That marks a striking deviation from how sex crimes involving children have been handled at other federal agencies, such as the Department of Homeland Security. Well, what does that even mean? And then like this, CIA insiders say the agency resists prosecution of its staff for fear the cases will reveal state secrets. (laughs) Hold on, though. What in that paragraph said the agency resists prosecution of its staff? They don't have a choice. They turned it over to the prosecutors. The prosecutors sent it back to them. How is that resisting That's prosecution? A good point. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. How yeah, is they that? don't have a choice. I mean, it, yeah. It looks right. like the CIA covered, like when you look at it just in general, it looks like the CIA covered it up. But it's more the prosecution is saying, never mind, go ahead and deal with it yourself, CIA. Think about it like this. If, <clears throat> um, kind of like, uh, how college campuses, we've, we've done groups on this before, how college campuses set up tribunals basically on campus for purposes of, of like, yeah. you know, committees on, on alleged sex crimes on campus, right? And so somebody, you know, makes an allegation against another college student, that goes to law enforcement. Law enforcement says, unfortunately, we don't have enough evidence to move forward with this. Where does that go? That gets kicked back to the college, and the college can reprimand accordingly, right? The university can reprimand accordingly. Maybe that student gets put on academic probation. Maybe they get expelled. I, I don't know what it is, but there's there's their burden of proof, you know, for purposes of like um, kicking a, a kid out of, of of the university for violation of student code of conduct is much lower than beyond a reasonable doubt, right? So when a prosecutor is looking at this and they're saying. I don't have enough evidence to move forward with this and nor would they want to because think about all of the like 
cold cases that went for years on end and then DNA came back and then they were able to prosecute, right? Well, if the prosecutor had originally prosecuted those cases and then homeboy got off, all the DA evidence in the world yeah. would not get him convicted again. Right. So it's an, it's not only because of mm. the lack of evidence, it's also in the prosecutor's best interest to say, well, let's see how the investigation unfolds because as time goes on, we might have enough evidence to move forward with That's the case. That's a good point. Well, right. That's, of course. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not like... I don't Could claim be. to know much about the legal system. I'm just using logic here. Like that's it, you know. So I'm just saying, it's not it's not shoddy journalism. I mean, I, I think that you just when you get things like this, you have to read between the lines a little bit, you know. So yeah. So I guess in conclusion, <laughs> we need to revisit this in December to see if there's any other juicy details that come out. We'll stay on top of it, dude. Wouldn't that be sweet if they're like, if they, um, dude, like that. It had, it was all a huge, this gigantic conspiracy, and Epstein was involved. And <laughs> oh my god, I, yeah, like Elaine Maxwell, she's getting grilled right now. She, she how do you pronounce her name? Jelaine, Jelaine, I don't fix know, your dude. name, she's freak. Got a terrible name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do we go to get guilty by reason of shit? Jill based off a <laughs> shitty name. <laughs> we'll have to see how that goes. Well. Yeah. So uh, inc- we have we uncovered nothing here. Yeah, um, we didn't do anything. We got Hopefully, to. it was at least entertaining. Yeah, that's what well, I'm talking about. I mean, huh? yeah, yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what happened. Yeah. See you later, folks. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. And thanks for listening to the Gorilla Social Work Podcast with your hosts Jeff Moore and Mace Warren. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all things related to forensic psychotherapy. As always, you can head over to utahsbesttherapy.com to check out our program and check out all the links and resources in the show notes. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, and wherever you prefer to get your listener fix. Please share this episode with your family and friends, and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating, which really helps us out. You guys are awesome. We'd like to stay in chat longer, but we're lying. Good night.